打。Holy shit! It's the Spoop Season Two, Episode Six. And thanks to our trade-off method of selection, my co-host Nephi has delivered unto us a month of killer weddings. Way, 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 way back. When in the second episode of the Spook Show, we tackled four slices of twisted ass horror romances. And despite how depraved and nasty those relationships got, none of them had the balls to tie any knots. Unless you count the knots holding Dead Girl down. It takes a truly brave soul to go the, the extra step and tackle the horrors of marriage for cinematic ogling. Typically, the only sort depraved enough to do such things are stand-up comics, and even they've started shying away from the topic these days. So, of course, the horror genre delivers. And while it's far from the most heavily populated subgenre around, it goes way back to the roots. You know, I'm gonna do it to you. Apparently, I've gotta, I've gotta do it every chance I get. You start talking about killer weddings in the horror realm, you gotta go all the way back to that key point in horror history, Frankenstein. Or in this case, The Bride of Frankenstein, released way back in 1935. On top of being one of, if not the first sequels in horror history, Bride of Frankenstein established something very important. It established that even monsters are down to say some vows and get hitched. But because this is the horror genre we're talking about, happily ever after is almost never happily ever after. As we're about to find out with the two movies tonight, the happiness tends to fade fast as soon as the second person lets out the fateful I do. But luckily, that means the till death do they part portion happens a hell of a lot sooner, too. Mm -hmm. So, so killer weddings. <laughs> Starting with uh, my, my pick, which was 1982's Blood Bride. Yeah. <laughs> um, which is a movie that shockingly little is known about. It's a movie that definitely exists, because I saw it but made such apparently little impact in the world that it's hard to determine if it did anything beyond simply existing. It was Robert J. Averick's debut film as a director, and it's also his swan song as a director. <laughs> his only real noteworthy credit is for having written the screenplay to Brian De Palma's Body Double two years after Blood Bride, and for the rest of his career, pr primarily worked as a writer, mostly of TV movies throughout the 90s, finishing, finishing off with 2001's Within These Walls. Mm -hmm. um, but Blood Bride is the tale of two people falling lukewarmly in love with each other, getting hitched real damn fast, only to find out that Hubby's got some dark secrets in the library, specifically regarding a weirdo nun fetish that drives him into a murderous rage. Uh, which I'm glad I wrote this synopsis down uh, after watching the movie, because I, I think I've forgotten a lot of this movie. <laughs> this movie was very, very unnoteworthy to me. It was very unnoteworthy, and it was very uncomfortable, because it was more <clears throat> abusive relationship it was movie. like a it was like a like a lifetime movie, although I yeah. feel like lifetime movies go harder than this. Like this, this was like 
the Joker of Lifetime movies, where it's just, like, the most generic shit ever. It really is, because, like, I was, I think I messaged you, and I was like, oh, this shit gets, like, kind of not comfy, and then, like, I'm like, but I'm strangely okay, because, like, it's real bad. Yeah. Like, it's not and, well, good. And you said that to me before I saw it, so, like, I was expecting it to, like, kind of go off. And it never really did. Like, like, not that it's comfy, not that, like, it's a good relationship being portrayed, but of course not, it's a horror movie. But, like, even then, like, I, I, maybe it just says something about how many fucked up movies I've seen, but I was just like, is this, really? Like, this is all, alright. Like, I'm not <laughs> saying it was the worst thing ever in the world <clears throat> that I had, that I had ever seen. Right. Um, in, in regards to that. I'm just saying, like, the acting was not it felt like i was watching a play not a movie yeah 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 and like, like that. that's not necessarily bad but like no I, well the, i just the, don't think i don't think there was any chemistry like no. positive or negative chemistry between anyone Mm-mm. in the movie like they just kind of they, they like you said like it felt like a play cuz they were just playing parts Mm-hmm. They were just saying, which is like kind of a discredit to plays, because like play good plays don't feel like that. But it's kind of strangely the most apt way of describing it. Like it felt like a bad play. Yes, where people like, were not just, even a they, good they knew play. their lines, but like they had no chemistry with one another, and they were just like going through the motions. A lot of going through the motions in this movie. Right. Felt like. <clears throat> it was it was um i mean it was it was it was a movie like it, you're right like it didn't it like, exists like and i didn't expect it to get summed up quite so easily i guess but like so so like i guess it's i don't know how bad this was in the 80s i'll be honest uh but like apparently she was uh devoted catholic and you know so she needs a husband and she, otherwise she's going to become an old maid yeah and so no, like this, of course this movie felt like it was written by archie bunker who's archie bunker <laughs> he's the he's the like the shithead racist dad from all in the family uh, which which in all in the family like he was he was the butt of the joke like he was like the old crotchety like racist piece of shit that everyone was like oh oh archie and then they laughed at him because he was dumb oh <laughs> wow but like like the whole like you you like you gotta get married like the, that whole like mentality right the very that, that medieval pretty, pretty much every character in the movies like is like promoting hardcore like mm-hmm. like that's a very archie bunker thing right to me, to me at least I mean, fair. I don't think I've ever seen all of the family. Uh, I haven't seen it in years. I remember it being pretty good. Fair. It fair. was where uh, the the Jeffersons was was a spinoff of it. And I'm gonna oh, and the. <clears throat> it was also where uh, Rob Reiner came from, or like one of the things that he was like he he got big on before he uh, jumped into directing. I don't know who any of these people are. Uh, 
if I'm remembering, hopefully I'm remembering yeah. this right. Rob Reiner directed The Princess Bride. He did. Yes, yeah. you are correct. Okay, he's directed quite a few things, actually. He has. He's, he's actually few Good Men, pretty... Wolf on Wall Street. Wolf of Wall Street, I'm sorry, Sleepless in Seattle. Wait, The Wolf of Wall Street? I thought that was Scorsese. Uh, that was... He might have, I think he might have Oh, been. he, he produced. He might, even did he it. produce? I don't he know. Still does they just it. had his name attached to it. Dang it. I think he might have had a role in it. Listen, I know nothing. Oh, John Bernthal is in. Oh, yeah. Bernthal's in Wolf of Wall Street. I fucking love John Bernthal. You okay, probably this is really mentioned. enjoy Wolf of Wall Street. Like, it's got Leonardo DiCaprio. It's got Margot Robbie. Like, that it's was got the Jonah thing. Hill in it, too. I do Jonah love Hill Jonah Hill. Jonah Hill's It's got Bernthal in it. It's, and it, it was like kind of the movie where uh, Margot Robbie blew up. Yeah. I, I need to watch it. I just haven't yet. Yeah. So. Uh, now let's see. So yeah, Blood Bride. Um, <laughs> we're also known as Death Nun. Like, yeah, Death poster... Nun or Death of Nun. Death of Nun. I think death I saw of like... a nun. Death, death of a Nun. Is I just saw Death of None. Well, Wait, there's Death of a Nun, and in it, so it's Death, and then of, and then in. Oh, the there first it N, is. There's, there's the an A. a. Yeah, Death of a Nun. Which I mean, hard hard to say if that's the better title or not, but they, they, that title at the very least, like it gives away like the only real like, noteworthy scene in the entire movie, which felt like it just kind of got added in after the fact. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Like, that, that one scene where he, like, hires the hooker to dress up as a nun and then he kills her, like, that just comes out of nowhere. It really does. Like, they're like, oh, we need to make sure he's, like, a serial killer. Yeah, but, like, nothing like... led up to it. Like, I didn't mm-hmm. even know who that woman was at first. And it really didn't matter, because, like, 30 seconds later, she was dead. Right. And then you never hear any mention of anything about that. Like, you hear the backstory of, like, why he's a weirdo, because apparently his his mom was... Was that what the... Am I remember this correctly? The, the reason why he was all fucked up is because his mom was a hooker who dressed up like a nun and, and, and also maybe diddled him? While dressed up as was that the was that the twist? So I think it was. So. It, yeah, he had his first. Sexual. I don't know if it was his mom though. That's the thing I'm not sure about. Like, it was so really what happened was back and forth. So it that. was it was either an older woman that was grooming him, right, and also um, like seducing him slowly, right. And she was a nun, um, which I think is is what it, I don't think it was actually his mother. It was it was a sister Mary. Okay, but I seem to recall like there was a bit at the end where like he ex- like something gets like like there's an exposition dump towards the end where he's like it was actually my mom. There was no sister Mary, and I was like, what the fuck? But again, the unfortunate side of the movie being pretty damn forgettable, and also it's been a minute since I watched it. <laughs> right. And I've watched a lot of other movies since then. I watched Once Upon a Time in Hollywood three times in a row. I, I watched. Four. I watched 
psycho uh, Mexican art house post-apocalyptic question mark uh, hardcore pornographic not question mark exclamation point uh, horror body horror oh it was wonderful we are the flesh oh well take your word for it it does not honestly sound like my it's, cup of tea yeah it's it's probably it's it's one of those ones that like i i'd have to recommend it to like somebody <laughs> somebody very specific but like if you're into that specific kind of insanity ooh, does it does it touch all the all, all the right spots yeah, I think Cronenberg is about as far as I can go with body horror anymore. Because he does monster body horror. Like, Yeah. I, I have a hard time with actual torture. Like, stuff oh, or stuff that has, like... Weird, um, weirdly, not a whole lot of torture in We Are the Flesh, but it does push all kinds of yeah. societal and sexual boundaries. <laughs> I mean, I'm not even worried about other things. I just, you know... Right. It, 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 I just am not in the mood to push those buttons. Oh, but, no, no. Um, yeah, Blood Bride was... Uh, I... It was... I'm never going to watch it again, and I'm not going to really remember it, to be honest. Uh, no. Yeah. Oh, God, no. It's one of those movies that's just going to, unfortunately, it's, fade away. Yeah, it's definitely on the spectrum. Of, like, we're... I... Watching it did not, it was not so horrible that, like, I was in physical pain watching it, which, mm -hmm. so, so it wasn't a one out of ten, but. No. What, what, actually, what did I, I, I rate this one? <clears throat> a two out of ten. Okay, I was, I was gonna say, like, this felt like, talking about it, this feels like I would have rated it two out of ten, which is almost more, more damning than a one out of ten. One out of tens are <laughs> memorable. Because they're painful. Mm -hmm. <laughs> they're that bad that they hurt to watch. Two out of tens, for me, are just so dreadfully boring and forgettable that I will likely not remember. Like, if I didn't have the movie logged as like, oh yeah, I totally watched that, a year from now it could come up and I'd be like, it would be one of those like, did I, wa I think I watched that. Or did I just like think about watching that? <laughs> Did I see? I don't remember anything about this. Oh no! But I'm pretty sure I've seen it. That, that's that's where this one's gonna fall in the spectrum of. What happened? Oh, I mean, like, so the the VHS uh, cover for Blood Bride's actually pretty badass looking. Like, I'm not gonna lie. Oh, is that what? Oh, the full cover. Oh yeah, the back the back of it looks pretty cool. Yeah, I mean, and, and like I do. I do like the cover. Yeah, yeah. Isn't that what I used for the poster? Like, I do like that. But of course, that 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 shot is from like the one memorable scene in the entire movie, which has nothing to do with the rest of the movie. Yep. <laughs> that's that's the that's the hooker about to be killed. Mm-hmm. Which that scene was great. Like that that felt like a like it came out of some some giallo film. Which if right? there was if there so I was like okay like. We're in. We're we're doing stuff, and then it was just like grumpy married couple where the husband turns into an absolute turns from a kind of a weirdo into an absolute douchebag, like in, in the span of a scene. <laughs> like it's just he's just instantly a douchebag. 
from one scene to the next. And I'm like, what is go? Well, this escalated quickly, but also very tepidly. <laughs> what the right, fuck? It was very, I, I'll admit, I, I think I zoned out through quite a bit of this movie. Because, mm-hmm. like, there were moments where all of a sudden it's winter and she's stuck in the house. And I'm like, the fuck? Yeah, it, it, it goes it, misery there for a second. Like that, and that's yeah. the thing. Like, it was a little bit mis- Well, yeah, it was a little bit misery. It was a little bit Gerald's game. But both of those movies are way better. Admittedly, both of those movies came out years after this one, but... That, that was kind of the thing that I, I kept coming back to, where it's just like, I've seen, like, basically this story done before, but with more bite. Like, it... it like, like I've seen TV movies from the 70s that had more bite than this flick. That, like, went further into, like, what the fuck right. <laughs> are you doing? You can get away with this on television in the 70s? What? what? Like, so, so for, for an early 80s film, for it to be kind of just so, um reserved it felt like what right, was surprising following what the 70s were yeah yeah like yeah no you, well especially when the 80s gets correct. all the credit for like oh the 80s was in like uh there's like tons of gore and everything got like um body counts got bigger and like violence was more explicit and sex was more explicit in the 80s and it's like no man you gotta watch some 70s shit or at least theming right like like themes and subject matter in a lot of 70s stuff was like really dark because like what is it there's one i i don't think i don't think spider baby is 70 is spider baby spider baby was i believe 60s yeah like but Spider Baby's fucking terrifying. It is twisted, Spider Baby. Yeah. But Spider Baby is like fun twist. Like like it's, it's yeah. It's it's the the actual subject matter is super fucked up, but it's delivered in such a campy, like lighthearted, oh, yeah. like Adam's Family fun style that it <laughs> right? makes it even better. Oh man, you know what? <laughs> we should we should add that to our Halloween list. Oh, Spider oh, Baby, yeah. yeah, yeah. I think that's gonna be on our oh, Halloween list for the year. Yeah, can we? Yeah, I think this year because like this year is gonna be a really good Halloween, guys. Real uh, good Halloween. I'm very excited. Hmm. So, but um, uh, man, I don't know if I have much else to say other than I'm glad he stabbed himself. I suppose. Oh, is that how this ended? Oh, that's right. He does kill yeah, himself. Yeah, he does. He stabbed himself just like just like Sister Mary, Mari, right. or however the heck he said her name in his weird accent that he couldn't decide <laughs> on. <clears throat> yeah, I mean that's that basically covered all of my notes. I mean, uh, aside from like, I remember at one point uh, there there was a very creepy kiss on the mouth with her dad. That I was like, what, oh, God, what's all, what's God, all this about then? That. that was so awkward. It really was. I'm like, I'm like, where are we going with this movie? Because, uh, like, I get it when you're like a younger kid. Yeah. Like, when you're when you're like under when you're no lot when you're not in puberty, like whatever. Yeah, I get it. Like I used to kiss my parents on the mouth as like a kid. Right. But like 
once you hit a certain age, that's just weird. I'm sorry. I don't care how you're going to try and justify it. That's weird. Well, it, that... I wasn't even making an indictment of, like, the process in, in general full stop, although I tend to agree. But, like, specifically that kiss, I remember being, like, like the way it was staged and the way it was carried out, I was like, that's fucking creepy. <laughs> Yeah. That's the creepiest thing in this movie is that kiss, and I don't think it was meant to be. Or maybe it was. Because now that I'm thinking, you, you say that, like, maybe that was, like, meant to be creepy in the sense of, like, it's something you expect from, like, like a child. Like a child mentality. I guess which, so, because she is... Which both speaks to, like, her her still being in this naive childlike mindset because she's been raised by these parents and also the parents being stuck in that mindset. Like maybe uh, it was yeah. meant to be, I, maybe I'm giving the movie too much credit, but like thinking about it, like there is an argument to be said that like, that's what how it was intended. Right. And you know, and I mean, for a two out of 10, I, I'm trying to give it as much credit as possible. I'll, I'll yes. give the movie that even if they didn't intend for that to be it, be what it was. I'll give it to them. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> Um, yeah, no, for a movie, because what, what is the synopsis of this movie? Synopsis of this movie, oh. Everything that follows the wedding will be a carnival of wickedness, sadism, and brutality. Yeah, if being locked in a room for 20 minutes with nothing happening is a carnival of wickedness, sadism, and brutality. Sure, you got me. (laughs) I I was like, they they sold post-wedding horror real hard in the synopsis. (laughs) And then it's mostly them just kind of being passive-aggressive to each other until it ramps up into full-blown kidnapping kind of. Right. <laughs> For no real reason. Oh my god. Other than just... he's nuts. Yeah. He is a lot of little nuts. A lot of little nuts. God, he's creepy. <laughs> Ugh. Ugh. But it all it got from me was scariest movie, and that's just simply because, like, comparatively an abusive relationship is real scary. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Because uh, Ready or Not was just a lot of fun, honestly, in my opinion. Yeah. Uh, so. It got it got scary, so it also got favorite poster from me. Did it? Okay. Yeah, because I do really like that cover. Like, yeah, I think that no. co- the, I mean, the layout of that really... cover and the, the image and everything is, is real cool. Oh, I'm still here. I'm sorry. Um, oh, no. My glasses are just all schmutzed. Oh, my but... fish. Yeah. What? Yeah. So. So? So. Are yeah. we... Well, I mean, yeah, yeah, I that's, have... that's all I got for Blood Ride. <laughs> I don't have anything else that's, for Blood Ride. I'm sorry. We're pretty unanimous on that. It was it was a not good movie. Yeah. It had its moments where it had potential. I mean, of course, like everything's got potential. Mm-hmm. It was but... just it was very dull. Yes. But um. 
I dare not. Yeah. <laughs> well, yeah, of course. Of course. Uh, so uh, I picked uh, 2019's Ready or Not with my other a favorite apparently i'm favoring blondes right now because between <laughs> well they um, have more fun apparently uh between samara weaving and um oh margot my brain robbie. is is fart margot robbie thank you margot robbie uh like i, I they're like right now they're my two favorite actresses um yeah. they're they're pretty freaking amazing and i loved this very blatant, very bold, very fuck you. We really don't care. It's just a straight up commentary on the class war. Like it is just in yeah, your pretty face. Much. Like hi, <laughs> rich people suck. You take advantage of it down to the point where it is literally the reason why the rich people are rich is because of a satanic pack, and that is right. amazing. Like it just—they don't even go like. I think why why I enjoyed it is because they picked a very simple formula, honestly. Like, mm. it wasn't outright, like, obvious what was going to be the horror. Like, I knew, based on the thing, I thought it was maybe they just were, like, human headhunters. Yeah, that's all I... You know, was, like, that, yeah. was that, like, the wedding... Part of the wedding ceremony is, like, they hunt her. But right. that's that's all I knew. So so when they introduced the concept of we made our forefather made a deal with the devil, basically, I'm like I'm like what the fuck? So I love the uh, one. I love that that was like the the motivating factor behind. And also like I didn't know that there was this whole like fa- like this illustrious family of of game makers. Right. So they're all obsessed <laughs> with playing games. I thought that was hilarious and amazing. Right. But but so so to like introduce the concept of like a, a deal with the devil being the motivating factor behind why they're doing it. And, and it's what and, keeps their lifestyle. Yeah, and then spoilers, the fact that the deal with the devil is actually real. <laughs> that that's the cuz cuz I spent the I'm I'm like these people are fucking crazy delusional like sure i'm sure a deal quote unquote a deal with the devil was made but it's not real obviously they're just nuts and they're so obsessed with preserving their power and their riches that they're willing to do weird fucked up shit yeah but nope it's all real no oh <laughs> that my. made me so happy oh my god it was it was a trip it was hilarious. First of all, okay, so this is why I want you to watch Letter Kenny with me. So, Miss, I'm cracked the heck out, and I'm gonna shoot everything that. Moves. Oh, the daughter. <laughs> yeah, who kills like half a... the, the the maids. She kills all the yeah. She kills two of the three maids. We yeah. thought we like. I thought she was gonna get the third one. I was really hoping she was gonna get the third one. She deserved it. Honestly, <laughs> she worked so hard for the first two. <laughs> Busting, un- like I, oh man, it was I was dying. Like just the look on her face when it happens, and just oh, no, she oh was great. man, she is amazing. Um, fudge, I'm trying to. I have all their names pulled up, but I also have like eight pages of notes. Um, oh my god, not eight pages of notes, but like I, I have, I have two notes, and neither one of them had to do with the movie at all really um 
because I was just that locked into it. Like my my first note was fuck me, I keep forgetting to look for stuff to check off. So I may have missed some alcohol consumption. <laughs> you might <laughs> because, have because I'm bad at my job. And then and then my other note was because uh, apparently a half hour into the movie watching it on Voodoo, Voodoo just freaked out and gave me an error and refused to play any more of the movie. That's rude. Yeah, and apparently it's just an issue on Voodoo. Sometimes it does that, and the only possible solution I saw of correcting it was, like, having to go into your router and fiddle with settings. And I'm like, I don't even know if I trust this source, so there's no way in hell I'm doing this. Right. I'm just gonna, uh, like, pull it up. Like, like, I think I was able to pull it up through um, Movies Anywhere. Let me Let me finish watching it. Mm. but watch trying to watch it directly through voodoo it just it hit an error and it was just like not like i tried it on the laptop i tried it on the main computer um i tried it in chrome and firefox browsers like i, I tried a bunch of different stuff i mean i watched it, it with uh megan and sam right that's when i finished that up and um it was it Man, th- this might get added to my list of Halloween movies as well. Because, like, I really right. enjoy, like, much like the babysitter, like, I, oh, man, and, and, and Annie oh, no. McDowell. Yeah, and she was great. It was great seeing her again. Uh, but the daughter's name was uh, Melanie Scrifano. She mm-hmm. is great. In, in Letterkenny, she's just as insane. Like her character <laughs> is pretty insane, and right. um, she does such a she's so fucking great. Like I that like so like that's why I really want to like show you Letter Kenny because she's that this right. is just like a snapshot of how freaking insane she is. But yeah, no, this one like comparative to to Blood Bride, which was a two out of ten. This one was a nine out of ten for me. Right? And, and honestly, yes. it, it could get bumped up. I think the only thing keeping it from being bumped up to a ten out of ten is like another viewing. Yeah. You know, like it's one of those ones that I think uh, repeated viewings, like I'm probably just going to like it more and more. Right. (laughs) So I think my, my favorite part is she's just so like when she, um, God, what is it? She comes up and the kid, or she comes out and the kid shoots her in the hand. (laughs) Yes. And just her reaction, like just I just love cold cocks Samara. the kid in the face, like, right? I just fuck love you, Brett. Samara. I love Samara Weaving's freaking oh, facial so reactions good. to everything. Like she, when they all start like exploding because they failed, and she just starts laughing maniacally. Right. <laughs> I want a divorce. <laughs> Throws the ring at him, and his head explodes. <laughs> Oh my god. No, it was it was a trip. It was Oh, I don't it just her her primal rage at the car driver that didn't stop. Just, <laughs> oh, yes. Who oh, did that? <laughs> <laughs> no, she's wonderful. Like I'm so she glad is. that she's become basically like <clears throat> a modern horror icon because like i'm sure she's done non-horror roles but like i've seen her in like at least four or five like horror movies like like this the babysitter mayhem uh 
I want to say I've seen her in like one or two other things. Oh, that's right. She was in um, Ash versus Evil Dead for for a couple mm-hmm. episodes. So so she's she's going around. She's doing a lot of horror stuff, which she, I appreciate because we need she more modern seems, horror icons. Yeah. Well, she also she's uh, she was in Guns Akimbo, which I haven't seen. That's right. Uh, yeah, I need to so see she's that. like also like she's also like what's making me really happy is she's kind of gearing herself to also be a um, action icon yeah. too. Yeah. Um. But she's no. That's she's true because because this and also Mayhem was pretty actiony. Yeah. Uh. And the babysitter also like the babysitter and I I think Killer Queen also has um. Oh, is she still back for Killer Queen? Like, it looked like somebody... Oh, different. yeah, she is. No, no, it's oh, her. Oh, it's, it's, it's still her. her. Okay. Oh, God, no, it's her. That's that was, her baby. That was, like, the one thing that put me off of Killer Queen was was the trailer I saw, it didn't look like it was her. It looked like no, they, it they is recast. Her. And I was like, um... she was such a special part of the first one. I, I don't, like, no discredit if they did recast, but, like, I don't know. I don't know if a recasting in that situation would be able to do justice, you know? Right. No, they they brought her back. She is back okay, as okay. herself. Yeah, they did not replace B. Um it's they actually brought back the cast. That so, that like, was what was weird. Like, it looked is... like it looked like everyone else was back but her. I and I don't know. Like I I guess I need to watch that trailer again. Like I don't know her what eyebrow, was going on. I think I think what was going on is like her eyebrows are styled slightly differently. Okay. Yeah, maybe. that's what or it maybe is. Maybe I was yeah. just I was just drunk. I don't know. Like I have, I have I'm trying. Well, I'm trying. It's been also, so long since I saw the trailer too that I I genuinely don't even remember it. Well, because there's two blondes in it. There's oh, there's yeah. Maybe that's so there's, what it is. Yeah, there's Emily Allen Lynn who has a similar blonde hair and she has those big eyes, but right. her eyes are brown, whereas. Tomorrow we even those that's huge blue eyeballs. She's yeah, like, I love her. Maybe maybe that's what it was. It was somebody. Yeah, and I just uh, yeah. for some reason I thought it was somebody else playing that character, and Mm-mm. I just didn't really pay close enough attention. But, uh, well, that's cool. That means there's another one I got with her that I got to watch. Then. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, no, I'm I'm excited for that one. But... Well, I mean, if if we ever do a sequel month on Spook Show, there we go. Because <laughs> my gimmick for for sequel month was going to be we only do sequels to movies we have seen on the Spook Show. Like oh, that's that's yeah. the pull list. Which, fair, which fair. we have more than enough <laughs> to yeah. draw from. Oh, but so it it just it had such a fantastic cast. It um did. it really did. Like I, I loved uh I don't know if she's really like I loved who played Auntie Helen. Um Oh yeah, she, that lady was great. She was so crazy. With the ex like Yes, and the no, freaking like amazing. parrot cockatiel freaking hairstyle yeah. and she looked like modern day Cruella DeVille. Yeah. <laughs> so much we i will kill her i will finish this I'm like I, just, she, i'm so sorry and she, and she explo- god she was so intense so no, yeah, intense she was great. 
I loved her, but like, I, I, honestly, I can't think of a single person I did not enjoy throughout that entire no, movie. I, 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 felt... I really liked Adam Brody's character too. Mm-hmm. The drunken Adam brother. Brody did good. Yeah, he did, and he was so like I felt so bad for him because he was in a loveless marriage with freaking Charity, who's played by Elise Livequest, Livesquist, Livesquist, Livesquist. Oh, Livis I don't know. You got the Quist? names pulled up. I don't have the Livis names pulled Q? up. Livis Q. Livis Q. There we go. Um, who, where she did Orphan Black. Um, okay, I've heard of that. She was in the Originals a TV series. It seems like she's a big part of. She was a Magnum PI, the TV series for 2021. Um, oh, yeah, so like TV roles. Yeah, she, she's been doing a lot of TV. Uh, I think this was her... She was in SGU Gate, Stargate Universe Kino, which was a miniseries, as well as the TV series Stargate Universe. Oh, uh, maybe that's why she looked familiar, because I did she watch played Stargate played Chloe Universe. Armstrong. It's been so long, I don't remember the character names, but, like... It, Fair. I do... Like, she did look familiar to me, mm-hmm. and if... Of the stuff that you've listed... I've def I definitely watched Stargate Universe, so that's probably yeah. where I know her from. Yeah, because I don't see anything else on here that you would have honestly watched that she would have been a big part of that. Right. She was a bigger part of. She was in forty episodes. It seems she was. Uh, yeah, she was in it from two thousand nine to two thousand eleven. With Stargate Universe. Hmm. Stargate Universe only ran. Wait, how many episodes? <laughs> she was in. There weren't that many episodes of that show. That show only lasted like oh. two seasons. She was in 40 episodes. Was Robert that... Carlyle? Yeah, Robert Carlyle. That was the Robert was... Carlyle Stargate. Yeah. yeah. Man, maybe there were more seasons or more episodes of that than I than I remember. Yeah, she's like she's prominent on it. She's on the main poster. Oh, you know what? I guess that I so guess is... that was because that was still back when seasons were like 20 episodes or so. So that makes sense. Mm, that the, it okay. was just two two seasons, but they were each like 20 episode seasons. I'm just, I'm so used to the modern era now where like a, a full season is like six to 12 episodes. Mm-hmm. Like they just cut that shit in half or more. You now they have. Yeah. Sometimes they're not even that, but yeah, which I mean, good and bad. I, mm-hmm. I imagine it definitely cuts down on uh, them having to like stretch and add filler episodes, but it's also, like, I, I, I also kind of miss the filler. Because sometimes the filler episodes are more fun than the actual shows. Sometimes, yeah, depending like they, they on do, like, the, little, like, the show. Yeah, depending on the show. Where they just, like, do one thing for an episode. And, like, it's just limited to that. But they just, like, have fun with, like, a certain thing in an episode. And then they move on to the right. main plot again. Like, that, that, that was fun. That was a fun era. But... Yeah, there aren't a lot of shows. That okay, the, in that anymore. case, in that case, then yeah, I would definitely. That's definitely where I know her from. Then BSG. Yeah. But, I mean, down to the wishy-washy freaking Mark O'Brien being a baby about his, uh, and he's from. Oh, is that uh, the um, the husband? Yeah, the the new husband. The he, new he's husband. he's yeah, he was great too. Fairly, yeah, he was in. Um, Gonna see what you would recognize him from. We we he haven't watched Arrival yet. He was in Hannibal for like two episodes. Mm, um, he, he was 
Randall Tier. Okay. T I E R. Um, and then not much else that I can see that how to plan an orgy in a small town. Hey. <laughs> Like from 2015. That's, that's not a played... rule. That's just like a thing he did one summer. Bruce Buck. <laughs> His name is, is Bruce a... Buck, and he's here to fuck. What? Oh man. Oh, but oh, okay. I I know this is off topic, but okay. So this this Mark O'Brien in 2015, he starred in a one hour and 41 minute movie called. How to plan an orgy in a small town. Yes. And this is marvelous because, like, he's so, like, I love him in this. Oh, so yeah. when, when town slut, and this is in quotation marks, <laughs> turned sex columnist Cassie Cranston returns for her mother's funeral, it spices things up in the small town of Beaver's Ridge. Oh, dear. <laughs> when a group of eccentric town folk, each with their own motives, convince her to plan an orgy. I... I want to know. It sounds almost like uh it's got Jewel Strait in it. I... Or C8 uh Oh, from Firefly. Yeah. It almost sounds like um fuck, what was the the John Waters film with Johnny Knoxville and Tracy Ullman? Oh, I dirt, can't remember. Dirt, dirt, not dirty work. D- dirty something. Oh shit, that? Catherine Isabella is or Isabel's in it. Uh, oh, nice. uh yeah, from, yeah. from American Mary and Ginger Snaps. Yeah. Yeah. Shit. Man, I'm gonna have to okay, we're gonna have to watch that. Like It sounds like it's got a good cast. It does. I'm so glad I went down this rabbit hole. I'm so sorry a though, dirty podcast. Shame. That that was the John Waters movie. Which I mean, kind of similar, like like it's all about like you know, sex sexually repressed characters becoming sexually awakened by uh, a sex and freak who comes to town. The sex and freak is um, played by Johnny Knoxville. <laughs> <laughs> of course. But yeah, I just sent you the uh, I am. DB link to it so that way we don't forget about it. Um, yeah, because I, I I am definitely intrigued. It's apparently won many awards too. Oh, Lauren Lee Smith as well. Mm-hmm. Oh, there's there's so many people in this. Like it's ridiculous. Mm-hmm. Um, but uh, so ready or not. Um, <laughs> anyway, that movie. Yeah. Uh I digress. Uh like I lost my train of thought. Oh, Do you no. have things to say? Um uh, I mean other than the stuff I've already said. Um Yeah. No, I just I really enjoyed it. Mm-hmm. And it was a nice um it was a nice follow-up to Blood Bride. <laughs> right. <laughs> it really was. Like, I mean, it got so many... Like, so, like, it got favorite kill for me. 
Mm-hmm. But I'm curious, what, which one was your favorite? Oh, I mean, that's so tough because, right? like, like, it got favorite kill because, like, there was really only, like, one kill. Well, two kills in the other movie, and neither one of them were all that noteworthy. Right. At least comparatively. Like, the ones in, in Ready or Not are, like, so over-the-top and stylized that, like, they're clearly way more memorable <laughs> than either right? of the two deaths in Blood Bride. Um, I did enjoy seeing everyone explode. That was fun. Right? Um, but, it, I mean, I, like, the maid deaths were all really cool. Um, they were just freaking hilarious. I think my my favorite was the 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 knife, or the uh the not the knife the uh the the maid that died from the harp from the not the harpoon crossbow. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. When when she accidentally sets it off and then she oh yeah and they're no, just that like was, oh. and then she's not dying so they lop her head off. Yeah, that one was really no, good. Aunt, Aunt Helen yeah. specifically oh, is annoyed that she will not shut. Of course, of course, it's her. Woman, ah, she is modern day Cruella Deville. Like, no offense, Emily, Emily Stone, Emma Stone, yeah, Emma Stone, Emma Stone. I love her. I'm bad with names. I'm sorry. I know her because of her face. Her facial expressions are great. No offense to her. I'm sure her Cruella was fine, but like this woman is like. I can't judge it. I, I ain't never seen it. So right, neither have I. But like this. She is Cruella, and she does not realize she is Cruella. <laughs> Great. Oh. But, uh, yeah, no, mine did just that second maid death, and then it got favorite story, of course. Like, it's yeah. uh favorite poster for me, personally. I just, I... It Samara is a nice Weaving's poster. on it. It's and, true. And also, like, I just really liked the... I tend to pull foreign posters. I know it's kind of usually cheating because you no, usually not. tend to agree. Well, I almost always get your vote. <laughs> oh, it, yeah, it's 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 cheating in the sense of like it it's it's I'm more predisposed to to pick the uh the foreign poster cuz a lot of times the foreign posters look, like look really cool. Right. Look way cooler than than the American posters. Um to me, anyway. So, yeah, so it's cheating in that sense, but it's not, like, cheating in, like, any official capacity. <laughs> no. <coughs> um, and then, comfiest movie, because, like, honestly, it's it's yeah. just one of those ones that you can kind of... It's like watching uh, Die Hard or... Um, um, fuck, I'm trying to think of other... Like, I'd watch House again, that Japanese oh, horror Hasu. film. Hasu. Yeah, yeah, like oh, I'd watch. Great. I'd watch that again just for fun. Like it's like one of those. Like it's a fun horror movie. Yeah. God, I want to watch House again now. But, um, God. <laughs> so uh, it got most quotable, even though I can't quote anything right now. Um, my brain is is pretty fried at the moment, understandably so. But, um, I know it's most quotable because I know. Give me, like, a few more watches, and I'll probably right. be able to remember, like, a single line. No, there was line. some great stylized dialogue mm-hmm. in, in there. Like, I, I like, and again, yeah, I can't remember word for word, but, like, yeah, when she cold cocks the kid after he shoots her, and she's just like, fuck you, you little brat. <laughs> right? Oh, man. And her, just, like, her, 
her screams of rage make me so happy like my list of people that i want to hang out with like that not because they're famous but just because like they They seem seem cool so i squish them like that like i just want to be friends but not to like a creepy degree, please. Right. It's just it's like one of those like I wish that that you want to go and like have a beer. Uh, like, except chill. I don't do or, or that, like, so well, it's more likely I want to go out and smoke a joint with them. <laughs> right, but the, the sentiment of like you just want to go out and like yeah, hey. like and that's that's the thing like how how it because they just seem like such an experience if that makes any sense and it's it's mm-hmm. it's more I've come to realize like I like. Experience I like being able to it, the the watching movies with actors is when and it's what I'm starting to realize what I like most about like what I watch the shows I watch and stuff like that is I may not ever have the opportunity to actually interact with these people and that's okay because they deserve their privacy they deserve their <laughs> right. lives you know they deserve all that right, I don't right. need to know them if if something were to happen that naturally you know I got to meet somebody through like somebody that is like that it's cool that'd be great but if it's not naturally going to happen which it probably won't because i am but just one humble human being Mm -hmm. you know i it's cool movies are a way to kind of in a way get to experience that light that they bring to the world you know what i mean like that that coolness you know regardless of you know, whether or not I'll actually be able to get to thank them for the artistic things that they've brought into the world, whether it be good or bad. Um, Cause sometimes things sink and you know, but, but <coughs> like, it's just really cool. Like it's yeah. a snapshot of that experience of that person. And like this movie forever, we will have Samara's, you know, screams of anger, much like we have, Forever the look of the face of the late Alan Rickman in Die Hard as he legitimately <laughs> is freaked out. When they drop him spilling. too soon. <laughs> so, like, you know, it, it's one of those, like, they, they, they are gone, but you at least can still experience them. It's like the live footage of Freddie Mercury and stuff like that. Like, I, I don't know. Right, I, yeah. I know I'm getting well, real I mean, sappy. Yeah. Cause I mean, that's it's, but... in a sense, it's like kind of a form of immortality. Cause those moments are captured and mm-hmm. pre- hopefully preserved <laughs> for a very long time. Um, yeah, I think, I mean, I think that's why like it bums me out like about like so many lost movies and just lost media and the danger of losing more media and stuff like that like really bums me out because it's it's the loss of of that yeah and i didn't i didn't get it honestly it didn't really click until there's been like things and events that have just kind of put a lot of i guess life into more of a perspective for me Hmm. um and yeah, it it's 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 interesting. It's it's definitely <laughs> interesting and I don't I don't know quite what to compose of it in that regard, but like it's just really cool to see and to like break it down to what it basically is as entertainment. It's not it doesn't have to be 
a statement about something. It's just, it's, I can turn my brain off and not think about the racial war in this, surprisingly enough. Or the class, like, class yeah, war. Yeah, the class yeah. war. Like, I, I don't, like, it's, it can go both ways. If I want my brain to kind of be uh, more, you know, in tune with it, yeah, I can pick up the social political cues. But also right. at the same time, but it has this amazing nice thing about ability movie, like, to be able like to turn movie, it off. Right. The movie has those elements in it, but the, the movie also does not feel the need to put like put the message before the story. Right. Yeah. Like, it's a there good go. story that has mm-hmm. some some social social commentary in it. But it's not social commentary first and then story. Well, like, I, I think it's just, it's a simple case of, um, they, they, they did a really good job of keep it simple, stupid. Like, yeah, they, you know, they, it's, it's a pretty generic plot. If you think about it. Oh, yeah, it's, it's, the, it's the classic hunt Satan. and human. Yeah. It's yeah. the classic hunt and humans plot. It's got a nice a little, little twist. twist. Yeah, yeah. With a little bit of a twist. Not like, not like full on, you know, sixth sense twist, but just a nice, nice little you know, a little, little, little chef's kiss at the end. That's mm. just the right amount. And then the chemistry between the cast. Oh, yeah. It's, it's, the, it's the inverse it. like, of Blood Bride. Like, the chemistry in this movie is... Right? Like, amazing. You, you legitimately feel that, <clears throat> that, that Charity has no love for uh, Adam Brody's character. Yeah. Drunk brother. Um, yeah, even the, even they they who hate each other had more chemistry than the couple in Blood Bride. Right, <laughs> it was like seething kind did. of disdain and hatred for one another, but God. it was still chemistry. All right, and like Mark, you could tell like with with uh, Alex, the the husband. Yeah. Um, you know, you could tell that he was legitimately torn about, you know, what was going on. But also at the same time, like his cowardice was there the entire time. Yeah. The entire time down to where he's like, well, you can back out at any time. And like <laughs> not giving her any hint as to really how severe it was. Just being like, you know, it's okay if you have cold feet. I get it. <clears throat> right. You know, yeah. but he didn't have the balls to actually say, listen, we have to play this really weird thing. And it could turn out like really bad because right. my family are a bunch of freaks. But no, instead he lets her go through with it. He lets her say the vows. And god damn it, I'm so happy his head did blow up. <laughs> like, I'm sorry. You... Meh. Meh, 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 meh. Wah. <laughs> He's so, like, pathetic. Yeah, it was a cool, like, character arc with him. Mm-hmm. Because at first, like, he seems, like, really sympathetic. And, but then, as as you see more of his character throughout the movie, you realize that oh no, he's just a spoiled little rich kid, and he's like, <laughs> that's that's yeah. all he is is a spoiled little rich kid who wants who wants what he wants, yep, but doesn't really want to have to be put out mm-hmm. or bothered by anything. He just he just wants <laughs> he, he just wants it. Can, can like we a also talk child. about? The evil butler. Uh, the dude, um... Uh, John yeah. Ralston. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The guy who gets his face burned and everything? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, he was great. And he loved the opera music? Like, oh, oh yeah, no, that, guy, that guy was amazing. 
God, he was so delightfully evil. I <laughs> he loved was, him. He was pure, he was, like, arch evil. He, he, was, he, was, he was a very herald he character. Was, he was very delightful. He was, he was, just, he was just, so, he was so pleased he, to be so evil. He was, and he was so <laughs> pleased when he succeeded. It was his failing. <laughs> it was just, it was so much fun. And that's, that's I think, the part that really got me is, is why... Because like, obviously the hired help wouldn't have been affected by the curse. Right. He he was just an evil scumbag who liked being <laughs> evil. He, he just was evil. So and 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 like just how oh god and the family's just watching on the thing as some as Mara wakes up. Punch <laughs> <laughs> like, oh you and then bap. Like oh, I I think I love. Um, I, I think I love Samara Grace's character, Samara in general, just because like it it reminds me of like how I would like probably react to a situation. Right. Actually, I'm pretty sure 100 percent I would react to a situation, and that's I'm a freaking go, and you can get in my way, but you can go down with me. Like mm. that's just how, and that's honestly right. where she was and at. I, like, I she's like, like how... yeet. <laughs> when when shit when shit clearly is going insane, like she she doesn't immediately go full badass. No, like her her ascension to badassdom, like it's it's like kind of a slow rise to badassdom of like being freaked out to being just done with all of this shit. <laughs> it, it, <laughs> like yeah. I enjoyed that. I enjoyed seeing her her character like grow into that. And not just like like on a dime, like oh yeah, she had like survivalist training. No, and she like didn't. so she and immediately knows what, like how she like she has the 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 wise idea to get into the weapons room and get the gun, but she has no idea how to use the gun. No, <laughs> and then he's like, you know, the bullets the bullets are just decorations, so the gun doesn't even work. Like that but was that like, was a great like little. It, it was like kind of the stepping stone of her, her being like, okay, I need a weapon. But I have no idea how to use the weapon. But at the same time, I know how to hit someone with something, so I'm just going to do that instead. Right? Like, that's that's like the ingenuity that I, I enjoy yeah. seeing. Because, like, that's, that's honestly... And, like, her, tran her, her character arc throughout it, just, you don't... Unless you are, like severely combat trained you generally are not gonna go into full like all right i'm a ninja Hacha. right all right I i'm gonna be able to do this i'm gonna guess i'm gonna sneak a sneak a sneak out mm -hmm. no like you're gonna have shock and that entire instance where she sees the first maid getting dragged in right <laughs> or killed or whatever yeah, it was and she's yeah. literally yeah she is literally in shock yeah you know that yes if they had decided to walk around the bed, she would have been screwed, because there was no mm. way that her she she was she had never she wasn't seen in, anything yeah, like that. Yeah, she wasn't that. in fight mode yet. She was in no she shock. Was, yeah, yeah. Like as as you know, when when you go through something like that, it it yes, you don't move. Unfortunately, you. Mm. Can especially if you're not trained to deal with the instant trauma like that, the adrenaline rush can be paralyzing. Yeah. Um, but just 
how good it was. And then the anger and the rage. I felt that on so many levels. Like, mm. I was like, sing. <laughs> I can't scream like that anymore, but sing. Um, I just, I, I had a fun time. I had a fun time. And like oh, thinking yeah. about watching it, like it, it's, it's got, I've got a huge smile on my face. Just, <laughs> it was a fun time. Yeah. So, but yeah, that's why it got everything. <laughs> uh, yeah. F- SFX did good. Cause like, honestly, oh, yeah, even special effects were yeah, good. music was spot, spot on that creepy game music. Let's go. Yeah, yeah I did enjoy that. Uh, and, uh, yeah, most entertaining for fucking mm. sure. <laughs> so, yeah, <laughs> if you want to tally him up, Mr. Tally Man. <laughs> uh, well, uh, let's see. A new base score. Base score for Blood Bride, two kills, w- one little bit of nudity, uh, three sippy sippies of the Alki Hollies for total score of six. Blood Bride at the base mm. score, and then Ready or Not, fifteen kills. Uh, the rare, the rare instance of drug usage. Two instances of drug usage, uh, and then ten alcohol. Ca- I got. I managed to count ten sippy sippies uh, mm. of, of the booze hall. There may have been sippies. more that I missed. Um, because again, I was just so. It, it, it was one of those ones like it drew me in. And I was just watching the damn movie like, I don't know, a normal person would. And I forgot that, oh, right, I'm supposed to be keeping track of certain things. Um, so I think, I think my favorite is that there was actually drug use in this. There was, because oh. Tweaker's sister is, is snorting the coke. God, she is. Uh, at least twice. <laughs> uh, did you get, she did it the first time. She did it. The first time when she did rubbed her nose. Oh, she I. The, she might have done I it three times. I don't know if I counted that because I didn't see like she she like wiped it away, but I didn't see her doing it. Oh no, she did it. That. She, oh, did she do it? Mm-hmm. And okay, well in that case, it's uh, the drug count is three because I I, hey. I remember that moment, but I remembered like not counting it. Yeah, no, that she was she was uh partaken in some po- powdered donut sugar. <laughs> Um. So yeah, base score for Ready or Not is twenty-eight. That makes sense. Um, and then as for the totals, Blood Bride uh got got a paltry thirty-five points. <laughs> to to Ready or Not's a hundred and twenty-five points. Mm-hmm. But that that don't matter because I pick next month. Right? Yeah, you did. Mm-hmm. It is, yeah okay I'm I'm picking next month and I'm picking it came from 1991 yeah because it's, it's your birthday month, month. yeah and we mm-hmm. and we did the 1985 one for for March I think mm-hmm. last year yes and I was mm-hmm. like yo that was fun and it's appropriate for next month so. Yeah, it, yeah, might it as is. Well, might as well do like I, I, I'm, I do kind of, like. It's cool that it's also like it, it has the significance of like it was, it was my birth year, and now this one's your birth year. Mm-hmm. Um, but even just like doing like the single like stuff from a single year is is been kind of fun. Yeah, I I do enjoy it because like honestly, if I hadn't 
done that, I wouldn't have found another Tony Todd movie to add to my That's arsenal. True. Um, that apparently is kind of difficult to find, much like Blood Bride was. But it's going to have Tony Todd in it, so I don't care if it's good or bad. It's going to be entertain. It, it's going to be nice to listen to. At the I, have, I have I've seen Tony Todd in many things. I have never like I've seen Tony Todd in bad things. I've never seen Tony Todd be bad. I didn't see. Bad. That's what I meant. Like I'm going to enjoy. So yeah, him. even if the rest of the movie is awful, I know any any moment that he is on the screen is going to be glorious. Because I don't think that man knows how to deliver a bad performance. <clears throat> what? Wait, what is? The, I don't think you said what the movie was. I'm sorry. If uh, it is going to be Voodoo Blood, all right. Mm-hmm. From 1991. Yeah. Or uh, also known as Voodoo Dawn. Ah, okay. Mm-hmm. And I'm going with uh, "Cast a Deadly Spell," which is mm-hmm. which is a um, it's apparently a a horror film noir, uh, Lovecraftian detective story, um, starring um, Fred Ward, who, who I I love Fred Ward, I've loved Fred he Ward since Tremors. And he sadly just passed away, so... Oh, no. Oh, he kind of looks <clears> like <throat> a, uh... He looks like he could be Brad Pitt's dad. <laughs> Fair enough. A little bit. Oh, David Warner's in it, too. And David Warner is in it as well. Yeah, it's, it's got a great... Apparently, this like, it's been blown up. Um, it's It's found, like, a lot of... Like, resurgence... Um, at least on, on like the, the Twitter sphere, I've been seeing a lot of people, I, I think even like before Fred Ward died, I, oh. I, was, seeing, I was seeing people ta- starting to talk about it. And oh then, my God. Of course, after, after he passed. It has Clancy Brown people, in it. Yeah, Clancy's it in already. it. Clancy's already, already wins in, already. in it. So yeah, it's got a great cast and, and yeah, Fred Ward playing a, a gumshoe detective or a private detective whose name is like literally H.P. Lovecraft. <laughs> Oh it's God. that kind of a movie, and I think I think he's on the hunt for the Necronomicon too. I think I think yes. the Necronomicon factors into the plot. Um. So yeah, I'm yeah, I'm super looking forward to that. That'll be next month. Oh man, I'm so excited. Yeah. Another Clancy Brown movie to put under yeah, my under my belt. I more love Clancy Brown. He's so fantastic. He he's um he's in the new Dexter show. Did you know that? I did know that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. I think yeah. he's he's like I don't know if he's like the main bad guy, but I know he's in it. It makes sense. He like <clears throat> they make he makes such a good bad guy. Yeah. You just make such a good anything, honestly. Oh no, but... Clancy Brown is amazing. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah. So yeah, I suppose that'll that'll be it. Yeah. Uh, I think I think we did everything. Yeah, I think I think I think think thunk that's it. Think thunk we good. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> Well, all right. Uh, I still don't know how to end these fucking things. Um, well, 
Do you know how to end these things? I fucking don't know how to do anything. What are you talking about? Um, so, yeah, uh, give us a listen and let us know if... <laughs> That's wow. a good thing to we tell people have... at the end of an yeah. episode. Be, make sure you uh, listen. Make sure you listen. Um, <laughs> because we don't actually have a hand... We're not really promoting this hardcore anywhere. Yeah, no, we don't not, really not promote currently. this hardcore right now. No, and like once we move, I think, like... Yeah, gonna, I'm gonna I, get a I, on it. Well, I'm gonna do like I also have like ideas and stuff like that once once we get going, just simply because of situations. But like, it, I just right. need to get out of the state first. So yeah, yeah, yeah. So oh, it took two and a half more months. It's all good. It's all good. We getting there. We almost there. We almost there. But uh, until next time. Uh, we will have a better handle probably towards the end of the year. <laughs> I apologize. Maybe. Um, at, at some point, I'm going to stick my head down and be like, all right, write an outro for both shows. It can be the same outro. It doesn't matter, but I need at least one. Yeah. So uh, until then, I guess it's just like, I don't know, thanks for listening. Goodbye. <laughs> thanks for being here. Bye.